Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got an heart. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. They're all gonna laugh at you. Hey, everybody. What's up? Hi. <laughs> oh, what's that voice oh. there? Oh, hello there. Is it, is it one of our original junior ghouls joining us? That's right. Yes. She's graduated from the ju- from the junior status, and now she's an honorary ghoul. Ken's, introduce yourself. I am Ken's. Uh huh. Tell us a little bit about your. I um. What's your favorite horror movie? My favorite horror movie is it. Yeah, she's obsessed. What? Yeah, that's crazy. Cause like at your age, I straight up had a hard time taking a shower after I watched it. <laughs> I did. No, she is astoundingly unaffected by the really scariness of, of it. She's That's actually awesome. who's your favorite it loser club member? Bev. Bev, good solid Girl choice. Power, yeah. Also, um, w- tell everybody what you're gonna be for Halloween. I'm gonna be Elle. She's Halloween. she's growing into a, a cool little ghoul, if I do say so myself. I agree. So we've got Ken's on for the first part of our episode mm-hmm. because we have decided to do another list. We are gonna rank. Top five worst candies that you get on Halloween. (laughs) And the top five best candies that we have gotten on Halloween. That's right. We thought, who better to have on than a resident child who still (laughs) actively trick-or-treats? Because she's going to kick it old school. Like, we, some of the stuff on her list, I'm like, man, I even forgot that. That was a thing. Um... So yeah, so these are the so we're we'll start with our five worst. Right. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go around. And these are the ones that if you give these out, you have either A given up on life. Yeah. B you hate children. Or C, you're you want me to egg your house. Or <laughs> C, you're a picky child and you just are unhappy when people give you regular candy. Like yeah. <laughs> like me. <laughs> all right, because I bet you all your worst are like on my best. Maybe. No, all right. Maybe. Who knows? And to add fun to it, we actually bought. We all bought candy. Yeah, yeah. we bought. I, I yeah, we purchased some of some of some of that are on the both best and worst, just so we can all experience. Just to wet my whistle yeah, a little bit. So we can all kind of share the joy together. So. All right, so Chris, you want to kick it well, off? Well, Ken, why don't you just start with your worst number five worst okay. candy to get in your trick or treat okay. bucket? Yeah, my five worst, starting with my um, with number five is milk duds. Don't know why. Preach. Really? I, it's on my worst list too. I hate milk duds. Oh, uh, I like I'll milk take. duds are not on my list, but I, I will. I'm the little cardboard oh, box that has like three on it. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I'm down to clown no. milk does. Oh no, Ew. see, like I like a caramel chocolate, but it's gotta be something classy like a Gertrude Hawk or like a caramello. Oh <laughs> I didn't realize we were hoity toity in this house. <laughs> Dude, milk duds get those stuck in my teeth. They That's hurt. So good. No, milk the only thing good milk duds were good for was to opening the box and throwing it at my brother because they were so hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was on my list too, Ken. So up top. And you, All right. And plus you wrote F U next. To them. I did. You're not supposed to see that, but I very <laughs> aggressively do not like milk duds. F you, milk duds. Don't repeat what your mother says. I will not. All right, Aunt Jackie, you're up. Okay, so my number five, Three Musketeers. Oh, that was one. That was close to my list. There's just something about. It's just that chocolate nougat-y. and chocolate. It's is it even nougat? It's just like chocolate fluffy. To be fair, and full disclosure, I'm not the biggest fan of just like the plain chocolate flavor. So. Yeah, Three Musketeers is my number five. Uh, Ken's, that was number two on yours. Of worst? Yeah. Okay. It's on Kenzie's the worst list. I don't know why y'all gotta hate on the Three Musketeers. I mean, listen, it's not my favorite thing, but if it's in the basket, I will well eat it. See, yeah, now, I, that is one that I happily trade That's away funny. for other things. I, that is, I won't, I won't eat the Three Musketeers. It's funny because I'm looking at Kenzie's list here and we actually share a, a lot more of them than I thought. All right, so my number five, and I don't even know why these exist because I swear to God, is Dots. Oh Where my God. Dots are my number three. What? Suck. They, yes. they are terrible. What? Who invented them and why do they know. still exist? Old people. Old people <laughs> that And you know what my big issue with Dots is? When you put them in your mouth, not only are you probably going to break a tooth or lose a filling now that I'm old, but... You, literally, they're like they come in the bag with the, yeah. the other crappy candies. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. you know what? I love gummy candies. Me too. But the cons- the gummy consistency of dots is oh, it's, it's like a jelly. It's like those those fruit shaped jelly things. Which I, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just bring up my next one, you guys, because they just good punnies and bite. That's on my list too. Oh my god. City. Uh, Listeners, if you not. even think for a second of giving out good and plenties, or even Mike and Ike's, just punch yourself in the face. But instead. Mike and Ike's are kind of good. You I like, like Mike and Ike's. Oh. I don't like Mike and Ike's, but if we're going in that family, I do like hot tamales. Ew. Tamales? Oh. They're yeah, cinnamon. cinnamony. You would probably like it, Kat. Oh, gross. Yeah, gross all around. <laughs> good and plenties are so gross, and I feel like they're in the Dots family. Yeah, where it's yeah, like this it's weird like jelly-ish. Yeah, it's black yeah. licorice. It's black licorice. And yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're, like, gagging at the bottom of it. <laughs> all right. Uh, you're up. I just want to say about the um, the um, Dots and stuff. Uh-huh. The fact that they're, like, disgusting <laughs> is just, like, like, when I get Dots when I'm trick-or-treating, mm-hmm. I'm just, like, Angry. Ew. Yeah. Why did I get dogs? It's like, you know, you dumb, dumb, dumb back. stuff. Like, right. Just back. Yeah, you're back. You, know you know what? This year, we're going to just throw them back in. Yeah. Can I have the 35 cents that these are probably worth in exchange? Just give me... Right. I'd almost yeah. rather the yeah. bastard give, who gives me a penny. Give me the toothbrush. Yeah. Give me the toothbrush. <laughs> yes. Well, that was going to be like... I was going to be like, can we just... Blanket statement. Please don't give me coins. Yeah. Or... Anything like a toothbrush or floss, or because we, I just want to. We watch had it. a dentist in the neighborhood growing Ugh. up, and yeah, you got a toothbrush. Um, Although, as a parent now, I'm like, ooh, toothbrushes. Yeah, Let's go ooh. to that house twice. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because they save money, bro. I mean, uh, no. <laughs> I'd probably go once just to get like a toothbrush, an extra toothbrush, just in case I need it, but we're not going twice. <laughs> so, uh, my number four. Okay, I'm ready. While not as bad as dots are good and plenty, 
another one that I just, I will not eat is the plain, completely plain Hershey bar. Oh, see, that's like, fascinating. Just at, like just plain chocolate with absolutely nothing. What do you think? It's so gross to me. I, I do. I can maybe stomach Hershey's with almonds. If I the bite the part with the okay. almond in it, but a plain Hershey bar, I, <laughs> chocolate is just not a Hershey's. flavor that I like. Ken's, go ahead. Comment I on disagree. Oh. I think that the mini little bars of chocolate that people sometimes give out are, I'm not a big fan of chocolate, but like I'll take a little bit of it. No, just a little, little bit just of a little dab of it. What about like crackle in those? You know what? Crackle's not bad. Because again, there's the something in it right. beside that kind That's of interesting. But yeah, like just the, the flavor <clears throat> of chocolate, I just don't jive with it. Ken's, I think you should do your number three next because it fits in perfectly. And I say it's rather controversial, but go ahead, continue. I, I think that Milky Way and Snickers are just not really there. I don't yeah. like what's inside. I don't like the consistency of the chocolate. Okay. And mm-hmm. whenever I see Molly eating them personally, I want to get <laughs> Yeah, I can I can do without Milky Way. The Milky Way is like uh, gross. Milky yeah, Way. it's like the like the poor man's Snickers. Like it's like a yeah. bad. Well, it's, isn't it just Snickers without the peanuts? without the peanut? Right. Yes. Whereas a Snickers, I can get down with a Snickers bar. I can get down. With Snickers I can get bar. dirty with a Snickers bar. In fact, dare I say, for because I wanted to, uh, my first candy of the uh-huh. night. Oh snap! Snickers peanut butter. Okay. Ew. What? Ew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, are we done with? The but that's on my. Okay. But, the, but the, I'll save okay. this because yeah. this is. There's a reason why yeah, this is on my list. Up. Cover it back up. Don't let anybody see. Okay. Um. Yeah. No, that's fair. And and I I can't say I blame you on the Milky Ways. So I have. One that is a little sad to say because it's actually one of my husband's all-time favorite candies, but F you, Almond Joy amount. Oh, that one cuts deep. I love those. Oh, no. So does that. You don't like coconut? I, I do like coconut. I just don't like those. Go ahead. Dad would be really mad, and I kind of agree. I do not like the Almond Joy Yeah, he gets all, all of them. Yeah. They're coconutty, and I'm not a big fan. No, no. So you're just not a coconut fan. Yeah, I like coconut, but in the really, right way. Like, no. give me, like, a coconut cluster. Maybe, but you just plain flaky. Okay, yeah, no, no to the flakes. <laughs> yeah, that's when you can oh taste God, the like shrimp flakiness. I get the bags for baking and I rip it open. Oh, and like, no. And you want to know what I, I hate about the flakes? So just like one time I was at a um, Thanksgiving party and mm-hmm. they had little cakes. Uh-huh. And they put coconut on them? They put like the coconut shreds. Uh-huh. And I, I'm... I'm just like, Did you I'll stay with the chocolate. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> um, and actually, the, Ken's and I have the same number one, so we'll push it back to you because, ironically, we both chose the same worst okay. candy. So yeah. yeah, we've gone over. So we've in conversation have mentioned four of mine. So I'll do my number one. I bet you we can. I just say I think we are all going to have the same number one. Do we want to do it at the same time? Only kind of. We'll go wait, one. I have it. All right, that's how confident on. I am. Ready? So we'll go. One, oh no, wait, that's not it. Wait. We'll go one, two, three, and then say it. Okay. All right. Wait, wait, wait. I gotta find it in case I'm gonna be if I'm wrong. There it is, Ken. All right, ready? ready? One, two, three, Tootsie Rolls! Oh, Really? So no, you, you guys both say Tootsie Rolls. We both said Tootsie Rolls. I love Raisinets. I hate that. <laughs> Raisinets are gross. No, My I number love one. Raisinets. If you give me Raisinets, 
pants, I throw them back in your face. Oh my god, no, that's Tootsie Rolls for me. You can take this chocolate turd that you wrapped and got <laughs> for five million of them for a penny oh and shove it right up, right <laughs> back up your butt where it belongs. Here you go. <laughs> I don't like the flavor of chocolate, but Tootsie Rolls, while our quote-unquote chocolate, chocolate flavor, don't taste anything like chocolate, which is probably, probably why, why I, I love and why I like them. Ugh. I I think your number one is just like it's a no because it's not like. Like, why do you give that? Raisins? Chocolate-covered raisins are delicious. Why do you give that out? Raisin-covered raisins are gross. You guys are I don't eat, I don't like raisins. I don't like raisins. But I I will enjoy, I will enjoy this Tootsie Roll because. Y'all just, you know what I do like, though? And we have some in here from when we went to the Halloween parade this weekend. Uh, the flavored Tootsie Rolls. Oh, Oh, yeah. Mommy like it. That's a perfect segue into our oh, top five best. Yeah, buddy. I Everybody like be this. ready to eat, bro. So my number one of all time is the vanilla flavored oh, Tootsie Rolls. I get and it. Now, they're good. Un- to me, I swear to God, they taste like icing. They taste like vanilla icing. They are can. super good. I Even love like them. the lemon ones are really Unfortunately, good. Unfortunately, I don't have a sample because I could only find <laughs> the giant <laughs> bag that has like the variety. And I looked at the bag because it was a clear bag. Uh-huh. There was literally one vanilla flavored no way just one there was like 90 of these tootsie rolls they had the tootsie roll pops there was one vanilla and that was it and i was like i'm not gonna so i i'm we can go back but i needed to jump to piggyback off of that my number one all-time favorite i never saw that coming i would have bet the bank that your number one was the same as mine that's That's so funny Um, i don't think i think you're going to be disappointed that something is not on that if it's pe- if peanut butter cups are not on your list, I'm kicking you out. We're Bye. done. Bye. Our partnership is over. Bye, because it's oh not my on my god. list. Oh my god, there's not nothing. Ba- That's my number one. Nice. And Kent and my daughter raising them right. She also shares my affinity for peanut butter cups. We bought some peanut butter cups for the team. All right. But real talk, there is nothing better than a peanut butter cup. In I my humble opinion, I disagree. But we can agree to disagree. I will good. say they're good. Yeah, I will say those flavored Tootsie Rolls are banging, which is ironic because I hate regular Tootsie Rolls. But yes, and they're hard to come by. Really now we're all gonna try and get us a bag of the good. Because well, I even Amazon. like like the oh yeah, I like the lemon ones. I like the green apple. Like all the Tootsie the Rolls are like weird. Ones. Yeah, go ahead, Ken. Talk I to just me. discovered. Did something. you just eat a dot? No. Ugh. But I'm looking at the dots box, and now I'm not surprised because it literally says Twitsy on it. <laughs> there you <laughs> it go. Makes so much there sense. There you go. Because only cheap people buy the Tootsie Roll slash. All right, I'm going to eat a dot. I'm going to eat a dot. dot. Uh, okay, go, ready? I will You want go the red one? All right, I'll eat the orange one. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to take one for the team. Uh, uh, Spit it's, it out, Ken. It tastes, Molly has to try one too. It tastes like how I imagine, spin it in the box, how I imagine old people taste like. Right? <laughs> oh, God. Is I'm it gross? i get some water. Molly, is it gross? Molly's into it. You're into her? <laughs> oh, weird. You can spit it out. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> All right, so let's get to our best. Now that yeah. we've splurged and everybody revealed, because peanut butter cups are my number one. Kids, tell me what makes peanut butter cup your number one. I'm not personally a big fan of chocolate, and I'm the I like peanut butter, but I'm not the biggest fan of it. But when they're put together, in what a peanut butter cup is, it's just amazing. Yeah, it is. Somebody real like there's you know sewers, garbage disposal systems, peanut butter and chocolate mixed together. I mean, some <laughs> inventions in this world just deserve certain attention. All right, my number five, and I think I cheated on this one, and y'all y'all all have to excuse me. Any house that gives me any full-size kit chocolate bar. 
So that's why I bought this. Yes, I think if you are that house that can afford to give out, you give out full-size candy we bars or a class act, Jeff Giordani? I can't afford it. Too rich for my blood. <laughs> but I will say I buy the good stuff. Like, I, right. I make sure I have a mix of, like, you know, a couple of the good things. But, yeah, no. If you're a full-size candy bar house, I salute you. And so does every other kid walking around trying to get their candy. Ken's, why don't you do your number five? My number five is Blow Pops. I just like the combination of the pop with the gum. Especially because I like to, um, when there's still a tiny bit of the pop left that I can chew into the gum, I do that. Girl, you're feeling me. I was going to say the same thing. The best part is when there's still a thin little layer of lollipop, and you get that crunch, and then you get that soft gum. Yeah, when you chew the gum. Oh, and it's watermelon, too. Yeah, I have one. Of course. I got blow pops for everybody. I don't like them. Molly's dudes do. Is there any other flavors in there? Um, I think it's only strawberry. Sorry, Holmes. You want a watermelon? No, she can have strawberry. Yeah, I'll have strawberry. Like All, right. All right. Yeah, blow pops are pretty good. Blow pops are good. I don't blame you. Yeah. And Jackie, you're up. All right. So my number five. Oh yeah, buddy. Butterfingers. Oh wow. I went for there, and for me, Butterfinger mm. has a good taste. Mm. It's the texture. It is. It's, it's the uh, it's the texture of Butterfinger. This is me. Halloween extravaganza week in the Pona household, so having mm. lots of candy to eat is perfect. So I will eat a Butterfinger. But they're not something I'll ever go out of my way or buy on my own. No, this is the only time of year, like, if we're, so, like, if you have, like, your new basket of candy out, if somebody has, like, the random basket, mm -hmm. or, like, at, at my old job, like, people with kids would come in and be like, you know, I'm not letting my kid eat all this candy. And, like, they mm -hmm. put out the communal mm -hmm. candy. If there was a Butterfinger in that pack, in that bowl, first thing I grab. Yeah? First thing I grab, because I love... The texture, mm -hmm. you know, Bart Simpson was right. It's crispity, crunchy, yeah, crunchy peanut, peanut buttery. buttery. <laughs> this. It is, you know. You know, it's delightful, mm -hmm. and I'm really enjoying this because, yeah, I would never go out of my way to buy a Butterfinger. Right. But what do you think, Kate? I've never had a Butterfinger before. You feel it? No, I'm liking them. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I was curious. I was curious if you were gonna eat them. Butterfinger's a solid choice. I'll yeah. take it. All right, my next one is to me a, a weird one. Okay. I love. Bottle caps. Me too. Hell to the with the bottle caps. Um, I don't know, and it's something, one of those things that you only get at Halloween time. Mm -hmm. Although, every once in a while I will buy these to go to the movies. When I sneak into mm -hmm. Five Below or buy food candy to bring the movies, because what do I look like, the Rockefellers? Um, but yeah, like, I love me some bottle caps. My only gripe, and again, the Coke ones are gross. No, I was gonna say it's because I'm I'm a picky eater. Mm -hmm. I like bottle caps, but only like the root beer and the cola. Like the orange ones are grody. Oh, see, we'd make a perfect team because I hate the yeah. root beer and the cola ones. I like the root beer and the cola. Mm. The cherry are okay. No, bottle caps are good, man. Yeah, but I won't. Are solid. I won't eat the orange ones, really. Those aren't gross. Oh, I like those. The grape are okay, but I do like bottle caps. But again, I'm selective because I'm picky. Mm. But yeah, no, bottle caps are See, a good we choice. make the perfect team, because yeah. I hate the Coke and the root beer ones. There we go. Nice. All right, Kenza. I just want to say about the bottle caps real mm -hmm. quick. I love these. Me too. Oh, I just gotta, okay. Just gotta now root for... <laughs> All right. Now for my, um... I think you're fourth. number four. And you might both disagree with me. I couldn't find them in the store. It's either. okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't know. Our, um... <clears throat> they are... Oh, Nicholas. 
These little, the little bottles with the juice inside. The wax. Inside. Oh! Yeah, yeah. I tried to find them. They didn't have them. We wanted to get them. We were all excited. Um, yeah, no, I thought, I thought maybe I found them, and then, no, I didn't. Yeah, no. we, um, I introduced you to those, and they're, I think they're childhood pure nostalgia. Oh, yeah. Now, were you one of those people who, ate, like, would chew on the whole thing? Because I was so, I was always so escaped by that. I would, um, bite the top off. Squeeze the juice in my mouth. Oh no! Well, we have a strong we got, no we on the thumb, bottle caps. Thumb, thumbs down for Molly on the bottle caps. Fair <laughs> enough. It's all about trying new things tonight. That's right. No, I would um bite the top off, spit it out, spit that part of the wax out, squeeze all the juice in my mouth, and then swallow that down, and, and then, then kind of chomp, chomp on the wax for a bit. Yeah. I do that. Yeah, weirdo yeah. over here does too. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I I can't. I can't but, like. Like. I think if I had one now, I think I'm too old for it. Because it's like, that's, it's so sickeningly sweet mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like how kids, like how we used to eat, like eat all those like sour powders and baby bottle pop. I think if I had one lick of a baby bottle pop, I'd have a headache just from like the sweetness of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, like, I, 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 I think we're strangely, I mean, they love the baby yeah. bottle pops too. Although, I will say in the same vein of those, what are they called? Nickel? Nickel? Nickel, nickel lips, lips or something. Yeah. In, um, the wax lips. The ones that had like the smile with the vampire. Oh my teeth. god, I hated those so much. Oh, I loved those because those were slightly better. Like you taste and I would just the wax. Chomp yeah. on those mm. for, uh, until I drool. I would <laughs> chomp until I drool. Um. Okay. So my number four mm-hmm. should be no surprise. I'm excited. Peanut M and M. Yeah, buddy. No surprise <laughs> at all. Awesome. Right. A solid choice. Yeah. yeah. I love those. Crack these puppies open. <laughs> I mean, this is the peanut M and M. Good for Halloween. Good for the movie theater. Yeah, good for good life. Good for any day that ends That's in a lot. That's Like, right. really, like, if, they're, mm-hmm. if they could invent, like, one candy oh, that, like, is just, sister. like, the go-to candy, like, there's there's nothing better. Like, at a party, just to have, like, the rando bowl full of peanut M&Ms. I like them. In fact, I like them probably too much. Because they're one of those things that if I have them around, I oh, will yeah. eat too many of them. Um, no, solid choice, though. Solid choice. Alright, so my next one, and I think this is a little controversial because this is something that is very new, mm-hmm. is the trolley, and they do now sell the big bag of trolleys to give to kids, like all the trolley mm-hmm. sour. Now, most people would go with the sour gummies, which are delightful. I went with the sour bright eggs, which you do not like, I remember. I do not like, no. But I am a big fan of all things trolley, like every flavor trolley. Right. Those traditional gummy bears, the gummy worms. Dare I say they've beaten Hasbro these days as wow. like the essential? Hey, but hey, hey! These are both gummy, but like candy. I don't know. They're delightful. Lovable. All right, that's my pick for number my my third. Ken's, you have two choices that only children pick. You're gonna you're gonna laugh at these. Go ahead. I'm gonna go with my number two. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm gonna get it over with. So um, poor little Molly, she can't come in for. Yeah, she can't eat these. Laffy Daffy. I think that's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's... That's a kid thing. Well, you know what? It depends on the flavor of Laffy Daffy. Like, I could get down with whatever pink flavor that is. But, like, the like the other, like, the banana Laffy Taffy. How? Yeah, like, I, I can't get down with all the flavors. But I can do the, the cherry or strawberry. I just don't like Laffy Taffy. How do you not like the banana? Because it doesn't taste like banana. That's why like, I love so it. Like, it's so artificial. 
<laughs> Molly made a good point. They are really hard to open. They are more sticky. And, yeah, the ban- and I generally, like, I like some banana flavored things, but the Laffy Taffy is just like way too artificial of a, mm. of a, of a banana flavor for me. So my last one, Ooh. if it's okay, is a tie. So I'm going to let you do yours and then I'll do my okay. next one. So my number three. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I still have two more. Oh yeah, me yeah. too. I think we Okay, so my number three, and apparently it's a party of one because we already talked about it. My number three is Almond Joyce. Wow, oh, but so I know me, somebody in the other room. Me and your husband are going to have an Almond Joyce. I'm going to try get one. an Almond Joy because I got some. I will try one. You'll love to try one. Almond Joy. You'll try it? Come yes. you, girl. I will yeah. try one. I'm get it open. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I love, like, mounds are good, but given the choice between... Mounds and almond joy. You have to have that almond. Which one? Oh, is okay. That's almond the one. Joy. Almond joy's got feel like it does. Yeah, and sometimes you don't. Yeah. Um, my my last one is if if I can be so overindulgent, I had a tie between Swedish fish, which I have, and runts because not, both Swedish fish and runts, and I think I got gobstoppers too. Because I love me some gobstoppers. Yeah, because I couldn't decide between the three. I was like, all three of them are equal in my book. But runs, gobstoppers, or Swedish fish, anything in that family. <laughs> I'm cheating, I know, I'm sorry. But if I had to choose just one, I'd go runs. And I also do not like the banana runs. I like all the other How? favorite runs. I don't know. You do. She does the just banana runs. Like, she's hardcore wow. with the runs, yeah. But, yeah, you're a fan of the runs, too? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so that's my list. But number one will always be peanut butter cups to me. Are there any on your list? She's got one more left, which is, again, such a kid answer. I love it. Um, Jolly Ranchers. She loves Jolly Ranchers. I thought for sure she was going to go Smarties. I actually bought Smarties. Really? Smarties almost made my worst. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like Smarties. Okay, Smarties aren't bad, Uh but you know what I prefer over Smarties, and God knows why? Don't say Necco wafers. Necco wafers. (laughs) I asked Chad last night, I'm like, what is the worst candy? And he was like, Necco wafers. He's like, any of those, like, chalky candies. I'm like, because, like, Even he doesn't like Smarties, either. I guess not. Because they're chalky. But I'm like, I can do that. Like, I love the bite, because Necco wafers are thin, and they kind of crunch. Like, I also love the conversation hearts at Valentine's Day. Oh, I do, too. I like those, too. And I like Smarties. Aren't they just, like... Thicker Necco wafers? Oh, are they? I've never I always thought of it that way. Were, okay. Yeah, no, I, I'm down with the Necco wafer. Yeah. Um. So the last one on my list, my number two, mm-hmm. is. Oh, oh wait. Oh right. Yeah. Good old fashioned Snickers. Yeah. Like regular choice. Okay. Regular good old fashioned Snickers. I did have. I picked up an honorable mention Ooh. because I couldn't find the vanilla Tootsie Rolls. Ooh, for Something that really was hard. Like, I was so debating putting it on the list and I went back Ooh. and forth. Hercules, Hercules. Yeah. Reese's. And I don't care. I know it's Reese's Pieces, but guess what? They're Reese's Pieces and you I, can kiss my ass. I thought it was Reese's. Is it Reese's or Reese's? It's probably Reese's Pieces. Pieces and Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Right, but we always call them Reese's Pieces because we're from South Jersey Rock on. <laughs> Reese's I'm not Pieces. even going to make a joke. I'm just going to let you have it. Just let me have it. All in the name of this wonderful holiday. Indeed. Um, I will say that I like Reese's Pieces, but I think Peanut Butter M&M's are way better. See, um, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of a peanut butter M&M. Oh, see, like they were, they're okay. Like yeah. if it's all that, like someone has to offer, is which is usually all I have to like, offer. Yeah. Snickers? 
say thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, yeah, so so that's, so let's, you know, you want to recap and we can each read our top five best and worst sure. to, to recap our candy fest? My top five candy. Peanut butter cups by far number one. Number two, solid tie between runts and uh, Swedish fish. Three, trolley eggs. Four, any, um, no wait, four bottle caps, right? No wait, I screwed this up. I don't know, dude. But candy's delicious. Right, <laughs> Go um, ahead, kids, read yours. you <laughs> my top Five best. And number one, gotta say peanut butter cups, I agree with my mom. Up top. Best. <laughs> At number two, I have Laffy Taffy for some reason. I should have flipped it with Jolly Ranchers. And then number three, I have Jolly Ranchers. Four, mm -hmm. I have Nicholas. And um, number five, I have Blow Pops. A respectable choice. Yeah, there you go. And, and for me, number one, vanilla flavor Tootsie Rolls. Number two, Snickers. Three, Almond Joys. Four, Peanut M&M's. Five Butterfingers, and my honorable mention is the Reese's Pieces. Very nice. Yeah. I'd like to thank our guest, Mackenzie, for coming on to yeah. talk with us. Uh, I'm so proud to have you on Jersey Girls. You're such a, getting to be such a big, awesome kid. Uh, take your candy and quietly make your exit as we will be discussing a movie now. I will take everything. You get out of here. What do you want? You can take something. Nothing. Not oh, you know what? I want to try one of these peanut butter Snickers. There you go. That sounds like a weird foreign concept to me. Uh, I will. Wait, you dropped something, babe. I did not drop it. Okay. Did you guys bring Daddy an almond joy? Yeah. No, I have my almond joy. I, I don't have it. Okay. I will probably take some runs. Wait. You can have some runs. Pick one thing and take it, because you guys got a good little. Yo, that's weird. It is, right? Like it's like I don't love it. I don't hate it, but it's interesting. Yeah. It's like I bought Twizzlers too because I was shocked they didn't make anybody's list. Mm -hmm. You sure? Okay. Can share the runs with Sissy. Are there peanuts in this as well? I think it's like the same consistency as the Snickers, but then you also throw in the uh, peanut butter. Peanut butter. I don't know if I'm down to clam that. Yeah, they're like I I I, I hear you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually so curious tired, to eat one, but, but yeah, I don't know if I'm like she didn't eat the one. big monster one. Yeah, so in honor of the one of our obviously favorite holidays here at Jersey Ghouls, we decided to cover one of my all-time favorite holiday movies. Um, and now one of mine. Yay! I'm so glad you liked it because mm -hmm. I feel like no one's you have never expressed being into it, so I'm glad that you finally got a chance to give it a fair shot. Yeah, I truly, I have never seen Trick or Treat in its entirety. I've seen bits and pieces, I've seen the end, like I knew it was going to happen. Obviously, I know who Sam is, and I've seen him, he's become part of so like the funny. horror pop culture, you know, he's in there with the rest of them. But yeah, I've never seen this movie from start to finish, so I was excited to finally sit down and get a chance to watch it, and it's it's like a, like a perfect one of my notes is like, this is a perfect Halloween movie. When the trick-or-treating is done, when you turn off the porch light, totally. sit down with candy, like the leftover candy and like popcorn, and like this is a Halloween night movie to watch. And that's exactly what, what Michael Dougherty, the director and writer, set out to do. He was like, I wanted to make the quintessential Halloween movie the way that everybody watches like a Christmas story. I wanted this to be the movie everybody watches on Halloween. And for me, it is. Every every Halloween, that's the what I do. After the girls trick-or-treat, when they go to bed and I'm rummaging through their candy and all the peanut butter cups, I watch trick-or-treat because I just, I adore this movie. 
Um, so this was originally scheduled to be released in 2007, which was a huge year for horror. And um, there's two rumors about why Warner Brothers didn't release it in 27, 2007 in the movies. The first one was that it was scheduled to be released the same weekend as Saw, and they knew Saw was going to kick its ass. Mm-hmm. Or And Paranormal Activity was also coming out at the same time. And the other theory was that it was delayed because he had just finished uh, directing Superman Returns, and that movie kind of was terrible. Mm-hmm. And the other theory was that Anna Paquin's people had it delayed because she was so big on True Blood in that moment. So I don't know what is or isn't true about all that, but this movie was scheduled to be released in 2007. I remember being deliriously excited. And then we had to wait two years, and it was a straight-to-DVD release. It never got a theatrical release, which I call baloney on because it's such a good film. I would love to have seen it in the movies. Um, Michael Dougherty also directed Krampus, which you know how I love me some Krampus. Um, And I think he's a really... I'm excited to kind of see where he goes next. I know there's been talk of a trick-or-treat, too, but I just don't think it's going to happen at this point. So, how about we dive into a little history? A little history of... Al Hallows Eve. Um, so Sam, the character, is the adorable little footy pajama, little burlap sack head, pumpkin little boy who walks around writing all the injustices of Halloween. Agree. Yeah. And he is um, based on a 1996 short film by Michael Dougherty called Season's Greetings. And if you think he's cute in the movie, you got to see baby illustrated comic book version of him in this little short film because I literally just want to take him home. I don't care if he's murderous and creepy pumpkin in there. Um, so, but anyway, he's actually based off of, uh, Samhain, which is, uh, spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N, but is pronounced Samhain, which is a pagan Celtic festival which celebrates the harvest and the dark half of the year. Obviously, on October 31st, this is where the history of Halloween comes through. Um, and as you know, Halloween is awesome because it is the day where the barrier between the physical world and the spiritual world is wide open. And as is one of the major themes of Trick or Treat, it is very much dependent upon certain traditions. And these traditions are what Sam in the movie is there to make sure everybody is following the rules of. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, and of course, you know, all of the things that came with the pagan celebrations. They wore costumes to confuse the ghosts to make sure the ghosts didn't come and get them. They put out offerings. It started as food and then it evolved into candy in an attempt to distract the spirits because I know ghost me if I saw some peanut butter cups I'd be like oh I don't need to haunt anybody there's peanut butter cups here (laughs) um so a lot of these traditions kind of started now as the Celtic um celebrations evolved so did the notion of Samhain and Sam became like a deity of like a god of all the pagan traditions so I think that's where Michael um Doherty got this whole idea so speaking of the rules I'd like to dive into the Sam's rules. Sure. Because all of he only kills people if they break the rules of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Which I love the like weird EC comic style morality of the whole film. Like I definitely think it's like funny how the people who die kinda in a weird way have it coming. Um the first one obviously being don't smash a jack or extinguish a jack-o'-lantern before midnight on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um and this of course goes to the stingy jack. Which I actually didn't know this whole story. Did you know this off the top of your head? So the Stingy Jack story goes, it's almost like Faustine because basically like the whole thing is you have to keep a fire, a light burning on your porch all through Halloween. And originally it was like turnips and radishes and then they realized that it was way easier to shove a candle in a pumpkin because a pumpkin is so much bigger. 
But there was this guy called Stingy Jack, and this is a Celtic, another Celtic myth, and the, it's a specifically an Irish legend, where he was like this drunkard bastard of a human being. And Satan came down and was like, dude, it's your turn, let's go, you're coming straight to hell because you're a douche. And Stingy Jack was like, it was actually pretty funny, he's like, alright Satan, let's have one more drink, Can you? would you buy me a drink, right? So Satan's like, fine. So they go to the local pub, and Stingy Jack buy, gets Satan to buy him a drink. But Satan doesn't have any money to pay for the drink. So Satan, and the bartender's like, you gotta pay, you gotta pay for your drink. So he turns to Satan, he's like, you promised you'd buy me this drink. So Satan turns himself into a coin, and Jack takes Satan and puts him in his pocket where he also had a crucifix. So Satan is trapped as a coin in Stingy Jack's pocket. And Satan's like, you better let me out, you mofo. And Stingy Jack's like, I'll let you out, but you're not allowed to take me for 10 more years. So Satan's like, fine, you win. You know, it's like the devil went down to Georgia. Like, eventually, sometimes <laughs> you could beat Stingy, you know, the you could beat the devil. So he's like, I'll be back in 10 years. He comes back in 10 years. Stingy Jack tricks him again. And he tells him, how does he trick him the second time? Oh, he says to the devil, um, before I go, you can take me. I get it. It's my turn. Um, can we eat some apples together? Let's, can, those apples look delicious on that tree. Would you go grab, fetch me one? When the devil climbs the tree to go get the apple, because once again, Stingy Jack talks him into it, he carves a crucifix onto the tree, and the devil is stuck in the tree. So then, um, he makes another deal with the devil. Only this time, he's like, the devil's like, when I come back in 10 years, your ass is mine. Ironically, he, Stingy Jack dies before the 10 years are over, and he goes to the gates of heaven. And St. Peter's like, oh, God. I, you are a real son of my We don't, we can't take you, Stingy Jack. You're a drunkard. You're a bastard. You've been a terrible husband, all this. You're done. He goes down to hell and Satan's like, well, you bastard. And it is Stingy Jack who basically creates the idea of like another world or like a kind of in-between land. And Satan's like, oh, you think you're clever? And he gives Stingy Jack one little light. And he, Stingy Jack is destined to roam the or the world for the rest of his life with just one lit jack-o'-lantern. And so on All Hallows' Eve, Stingy Jack is looking around to, to do evil things to people, and that's why you have to keep your pumpkins like because he stays away if you have a jack-o'-lantern lit. So jack-o'-the-lantern comes from Stingy Jack, who was punished by the devil to walk the, er the earth for the rest of his life with a jack-o'-lantern in his I hands. I love it. Yeah. I love, like, the history nerd in me is just like, tell me more stories, Martha. Let's just sit by the fire and tell me tales of days of yeah. old. Oh, I'll tell you stories of, oh, I mean, the boy, the wee olden days back in, oh, wait, Cuba. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's number one. That's really cool. Number two, wear a costume on Halloween. Yeah, of course. Uh, number three, you have to give out candy to trick-or-treaters. Mm -hmm. And number four, and this one's an interesting one, and I didn't even really think about how well it ties to everything else. You should have respect for the dead. Yeah. Don't holler holler with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this film, I think, is a very dark black comedy. I think there are scenes where you're laughing way, and like at things you shouldn't be laughing at. Like the principal story makes me <laughs> yeah. laugh really hard. Yeah, and I also think there's a, a tinge of comedy to each of them. Like, there's a little, even in the battle between Sam and Mr. Barr, or whatever his name is. Mr. Creed. Mr. Creed. Yeah. yeah, I think there's, like, a little bit of comedy to the whole thing. And, like, 
I also think this very much page, it's such a love story to all Halloween things. Mm-hmm. Like the opening scene where it's the pumpkin fading out. Like that's right out of Halloween, the, the movie Halloween. So it's like he, there's so many things. And then like when it flashes to the comic book versions of everything, mm-hmm. that's to me a creep, creep show. show. Yeah. Yep. Especially because the old man story kind of reminds me of the Tales from the Dark Side story. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of homages. This is like a love letter to Halloween. This movie is a who's who of, hey, I know that guy from that thing. <laughs> totally. <laughs> With the exception of Anna Paquin and Brian Cox. Agreed. You know, those Two guys. Actors you but, and I don't remember the guy's name, but the couple that opens the movie, the the guy, the woman in the robot suit. And oh, the yeah, guy yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I got excited because that's Hilo from Battlestar Galactica. Oh, okay. I loved him. So when I saw him, I got super excited and actually slightly disappointed that he wasn't in more of the movie. But I um I enjoy the fact that like he wants to get it on with his lady and she's like no all right fine like go put on the tape and he has like the, the quote unquote nature tape that's yeah. really porn I, I do oh, like I do like I feel like this movie sprinkles in this idea this theme throughout the whole thing of like the adult tendency to pervert holidays which I think is also a theme that runs in Krampus too this idea that like holidays rule and then you grow up and then you fuck up the holidays you know what yeah. I mean like and I love that in this movie it plays with that theme in a very playful way um and yeah I, the girl's from something too I was like oh I know yeah her. I didn't look her up but I know I know her face as well and quite frankly if we're gonna kick off the movie this way she gets what she deserves because who takes down the Halloween decorations the night on Halloween. Halloween night like at night in the dark on Halloween you get what you deserve oh my god yeah <laughs> And I have to say that, like, at, at this point when you're... And I love that it's almost like Pulp Fiction and that the narrative is told in a very, like, non-sequential way. Me too. Loved it. And it's hard to pull off well. And he, it, this movie does... And the, every time I watch it, because I do own this movie and I watch it more than I want to admit, you see more connections. Like, how you are be like, oh my god, look, it's the girls, the, you know, like, and you're like, oh look, they just yeah, passed like each other in the by. street. And like... <laughs> Literally, you see the characters over and over again through the whole thing, which I just think is so freaking brilliant. Um, also, I got bored, so I started watching old Halloween safety videos from the 70s, <laughs> and they were exactly like the opening segue, where they're like, Halloween, is it good? And I watched this one from 77 that literally was like, this little girl who's just as a witch, and she puts like the old school mask on, and she keeps falling down. It's like the funny, I, I, I was hysterical the entire 15 minutes and then they were like and don't bring your real kitchen knife to school could you imagine now you'd wind up like literally getting expelled yeah um and then they were like it was like the like make sure you put lights on your costume and then here's the one that i love and it it segues beautifully into the first story well i don't even know if saying it's the first story is is fair because i guess the girl's death is the first story yeah and that's the most iconic sam kill because he kills her with the lollipop yeah. Because he's known for carrying his cute little pumpkin lollies. He can do no wrong by me. Oh my god. You know what? I'm going to skip to the to the end on this one. But my favorite thing, and it's like, it's so adorable. And it just, when, when he's about to go after Mr. Krieg, and he pulls his lollipop out of his bag, mm-hmm. and he bites it to make it a weapon to kill him. <laughs> and that, you know, he's got, oh my god. I'm like, that's the cutest thing. Right? You like, just want to pinch his little I want him to just be in my life. I don't care. Even with his little demonic pumpkin face. So, the first time I saw the movie, I hated that they showed his face. Really? But now I love it. He's my little Sam. He's my little pumpkin. 
pumpkin in there. Really is a little pumpkin. Ew, and then when his hands are like the pumpkin right? goo, so creative, so freaking brilliant. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, also, we, we'll, we can go back No, to the but I'm if sorry. you, I recommend if you haven't done so, watch Season's Greetings. It's like five minutes long. It's Sam's, not his origin story, but it's like the first time Sam appeared in real life. It was uh, the director's like thesis project at film school. And it's the cutest little animated version of him. And he knocks on a door and nobody's home, so he's all sad. And like his little Sam disappointed look just gets <laughs> you. And there's this like scary guy in the shadows who like lurks at, after him. And he goes into an alley. And you think the guy attacks him, but no, knowing that it's Sam, so he walks out, and in his little like sack is the the scary guy. Cool. So he like kills the scary guy, and that's like the and they call that like the Shadow Man. And apparently, Michael Doherty said that the the principal serial killer is the Shadow Man in the the right. first version. Yeah. So starting with that first death, I agree. She deserves it. She's stupid. Um. And uh, real talk, I think lollipops like that can be very sharp. Yeah. I've cut my mouth on those okay. plenty of times. Eating a candy cane and you suck it down oh, to make a little yeah. shit and then you stab your friends. Yeah. yeah. We've been there. Um, and moving on to the serial killer guy. Uh, give me all the gore you can give me in a movie, but when I see somebody Ooh. throw up, I'm going to turn it I off. knew. I, and it's like a bloody chocolate that he throws up. Oh my god, I love it. So, a little more fun history with Marissa. There has never been an actually documented recorded case of a stranger either putting a razor or poisoning candy on Halloween. And this very much, this whole like trope, and I hate to say this because I love the New York Times, but they are largely to blame for propagating the fear of this. But to this day, because as a parent, I still check all the candy. Not for razors, but I just make sure they're secure. No, yeah, you want to make sure there's nothing pre like tampered or like I would never, like, and I hate to admit, but if somebody gives them like a Ziploc bag with like a cookie in it, I won't let them eat it, which is, yeah, like loose candy. Right, it weirds me out, right. But in 1959, a dentist gave candy coated laxatives to small children in his town, and he got arrested and charged criminally for it. And in 1964, a woman on Long Island decided she had had enough of teenagers trick-or-treating when they were too old. And she gave out things like dog biscuits and ant traps to the teenagers who came to her door. She gave regular candy to everybody else, and she gave out weird crap like that to the teenagers. Other than that, though, no one has ever been actually documented for having poisoned and or razor blading candy. The only other case we have on record is the 1982 Chicago Tylenol scandal. Where literally uh, someone in the Tylenol company, they think, drugged and tampered with Tylenol. Seven people died in Chicago from taking the bad, it was like laced with arsenic. And to this day, they have no idea who poisoned the Tylenol. I remember hearing a story, um, and I don't mean like I heard from a friend. I mean, listening to a podcast, uh, a true crime podcast, talked about a father that killed his kid with Pixie Six um, for insurance money. So, the story goes, this guy is taking his kid, he's got two sons, and, like, they're friends or something, and they're going trick-or-treating. So, you know, you know how, like, the parents will go along, and sometimes the parents will knock on the door or whatever? Yeah. So, the kids go up to a house, and I think I'm telling this right. His own children? You yes. said? Okay, sorry. So, the guy takes, it's two, he's got two kids with him, his mm-hmm. two kids with him, and, like, one of their friends or something. Yeah. So, they go up to a house with no lights on or anything. And they knock on the door, and obviously nobody answers. So the kids run off. Well, they say that um, somebody finally opened the door and gives the dad, who's still standing there, 
a couple of pixie sticks. Like the big, you know, like the big, big plastic, big plastic yeah. pixie sticks. Um, he gives pixie sticks to each of his friend, each of his kids, and then I guess the friend got a pixie stick. So that night, his youngest, you know, wants the you know, you can always have a little bit of candy before of bed. Of course. The youngest course. wants to eat the pixie stick. So chugs down part of the pixie stick. I was like, oh, that tastes a little funny, but like whatever, because mm-hmm. it's kids, and eats a little bit more of the pixie stick. And I believe, if not instantly, not long after that, um, I think it's like the kid like goes to the bathroom to puke and like yeah. is found dead. Basically, <gasps> the kid oh dies. God, the kid dies. The kid dies. Um, and then I forget exactly how it all ties together, but it turns out that the dad poisoned. The pixie sticks. Damn. He never the the house that they knocked on the door. There was never anybody there was never there. anybody there. Um, he claims that the door opened. He didn't really see who it was, but a hairy hand like reached out and gave him a couple pixie sticks. It was a complete lie. The the I forget the exactly had an alibi. Yeah, like I forget exactly what kind of poison he used, but whatever Damn. it was, like it was levels that would like kill an adult as well. Like that like wow. would knock an adult on their ass. The other son, um. Couldn't get it open. Amen like, with pixie sticks. And and the kid, the friend of theirs that Died had it, too. he didn't die, but his parents found him with his, like, candy bag, like, when he was sleeping, and he had the pixie stick in his hand. Oh! But unopened. And they so said scary. when they inspected it, you could see that it had been pre-opened, um, cut down a little bit, and then, like, re-stapled. Wow. Yeah. And, like, I know I'm probably leaving out chunks of the story, and I might be telling it wrong, but I'm telling it from memory of, like, two months ago right, when I wrote right. the story on a podcast. Well, it's funny, because the, the last interesting thing I have about that is that there have been so many cases of people faking. They're having... And just mm-hmm. last year, a woman got arrested for pretending that a neighbor had tampered with and put a razor blade in her kid's chocolate bar. And, like, all of the cases, it's either a parent trying to off their kid... Mm-hmm. Or it's somebody who's making it up to try to get some sort of money or compensation from a company or mm-hmm. something. Because I think it was one of the, she tried to go after one of the candy companies. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, people be crazy. Mm-hmm. But let's be real talk. Charlie is the worst. And when he dies, I don't feel bad for him. No, oh, I don't feel bad in the slightest. Yeah. Not in the slightest. And I think it's funny that he and Sam kind of cross paths at one point. And Sam's fine. I mean, he's not technically breaking any of Sam's rules. So Sam's not going to kill Charlie. Or the principal, because the principal gives char- gives Sam candy. Yeah. But um, the, the principal is such a good character, too. Because I I really thought he was going to kill the son. I did, too. I did, too. <laughs> and I know the movie, like, obviously by now. But, like, he's so scary. And then when they turn, it's a freaking, like, tra- the whole time he's, like, one of the themes of the movie. Like, oh, traditions are so important. And go watch your Charlie Brown and all this other stuff. <laughs> and then he's like, Charlie Brown's an asshole. I love that line so much. Charlie Brown is an asshole. Let's No, Charlie Brown is not an asshole. All of his dick friends, okay? The ones, fucking Lucy, who pulls... No, oh, she's a yeah. sweet next Tuesday. Pulls, yeah. pulls the football away all the time. You know, people that, like, don't invite him to parties. Remember, the, what was it, like, wasn't it, like, a Valentine's Day If you Day got card? an invitation, Charlie yeah. Brown... No, it's from the, it's from It's a Great Pumpkin. Is it? It yeah. was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> all of his friends. He's not an asshole. He's surrounded no, no, by time assholes. Time out for adventure. Time out. Uh, what's his face? His best friend. Linus. Linus. He's is a saint on earth. Yeah. And Snoopy can be a dick. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> Snoopy can, is a fucking fair, like every dog, no offense, Zoni, is a fucking fair weather bastard friend. 
And you're right, Lucy, and this is, I'm going to call children see you next Tuesdays twice tonight, so good for me. But Lucy's a real see you next Tuesday, un undeniably. But Charlie Brown is such a fucking whiny little shit. Like, I, I stop it. I, no. Stop it, Charlie Brown. Look at his environment. Look what he has but to do. But don't blame with. his environment. No, I will blame his environment. Look at what he has <laughs> we to do. We obviously need to do an Instagram <laughs> Pumpkin episode because <laughs> I will prove to you that he is the worst. No. He, everyone else, is way worse. Linus is okay. Who's the blonde Peppermint Patty's just trying to get in. Get it in with what's-her-face. Marcy? Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Who's the blonde girl? Sally? Sally. She's the little she sister. She's supposed she to be. She's a little sister. She's supposed to be good. <laughs> You know, I don't Schroeder, Schroeder is what Schroeder's show up off. his own ass. Yeah. He's what you show he is, up you know what? These kids are all assholes. Pigpen's a fucking dirtball. Pigpen. No, somebody needs to call Typhus on that family. That's true. And you know that's the fact that he's him. a minority? That's fucking racist. Not fair to him. No, that's that's really not. Not. That is a Typhus case right there. Yeah. No, you're right. These are all fucking terrible human beings, including Charlie Brown, though. If we're going to say they're all assholes, Charlie Brown's kind of an asshole, too. He tries. He tries to be a good person. Yeah, I'll give you that. You know? And then what the f- why do fucking people give him a rock? Like, you're right, the world really hates his ass. Yeah. Although, who can't fucking, you had one job, you just had to fucking cut a hole in the fucking, go, I digress. You know what? I'm not a crafty person either, okay? <laughs> I would accidentally cut 90 holes in the sheet too. Because you never know digress. where you're going to have to look, and when you have glasses and it gets foggy under a thing, you know what? No, you back your shit up. No, because, I will not. Because no, I will not. Charlie Brown is, is not an asshole. He is a little bit of a whiny douche. If I had to be friends with him, I'd, I'd be like, dude, just get some fucking Zoloft. I can't with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anywho, back to serial killer principle. I think it's hilarious how much he struggles with the body. I think yeah. it's so clever that he and the son are carving the kid's head at the end. And I think I like that he, in the wraparound, winds up being the one that uh, Adam Packwood kills. When we first see him. So we, okay, so he's like just a regular dude that kills... Kills people, buries him in his backyard. So with yeah. Charlie... Well, he's the principal. Right. And so Charlie, he poisons. And chops well, him up. I don't know if poison with the razor blade. He like... Or, oh, okay. whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I, you know, I, I guess I mean poison. But with everybody... So with, like, the girl in the alley, he's just biting her? Well, I think he's taking advantage of Halloween, and he's being... Right. Because, like, I love at the end where they're like, what the fuck is this with the fake teeth? Like... Yeah, because I thought, I'm like, oh, like, there's there's a vampire. But there's like, not. He's real. just a fucking loser. He's just biting people, and I'm like, with plastic teeth? They must have been those really good ones you get at, like, a craft, like, a hard yeah, hot topic. <laughs> I had those. I got they good? Would you be able to actually bite someone with I those? don't think so, because I secured mine with, like, uh, like that dentive, dentive perm, like, the <laughs> a denture glue. I put mine in with denture. I don't know if I could actually bite flesh mm. with those, but I actually thought it was funny because that, that like, the quote-unquote vampire... He reminded me of the guy from Phantom of the Paradise with the man. Yes, even though yes. it wasn't silver. But he, I I, every time I saw him, the way his mask was shaped, I just kept thinking of Phantom of the Paradise. So it kind of took me out a little bit with, with that. But I love the twist of what me happens too. with him in the end. Oh, I love that. That's my so the two, my two favorites are the werewolf one and the school bus massacre. But we're jumping up, yeah. So yeah, so he winds up. So I, I the only one scene I don't love, and and it's effective, but I, I, I call bullshit on it, is when she comes running out and she's like, I need help, I need help, like, and the fucking robot guy, the the husband of the robot chick is like, oh, she's fine, she's just drunk. I'm sorry, 
even if a girl is drunk and she comes running out and screams, I need help, I need help, you're gonna dismiss her and be like, haha, you silly bitch. Yeah. Like, that part irked my soul. But I liked the idea that he, like, propped her up, because I think in a party town environment like oh, that, yeah. you wouldn't think twice if you saw that walking, you know. Speaking of the party town, I love the whole single, set in a single location. Me too. And it's, like, not in a city. It's just a in little this town, town embracing yeah. Halloween that does this big party every night where you've got the big main party in, like, the center of town, and then off in the woods you've got, like, the older kids, like, bonfire mm-hmm. drinking. Like, I love this single location set. I really yeah. like that. Me too. I, th- I think it's a really clever, and I think bringing, like, juxtaposing all these ancient rituals with, like, this new modern take on Halloween. I think it's such a clever, I agree with you. I loved it. I guess the next one then, if we're going kind of sort of in order, is the werewolf vignette. And it definitely weaves its way through the whole story. Yeah. But I love when they're, well, first of all, there's so much, the English teacher in me was laughing at all the foreshadowing when she's like, I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house out. Or the fact that she's dressed as Little Red Riding Hood. Or even when she's like, Bob always called her the runt of the litter. Like, I just... I love all the foreshadowing, but I'm going to throw it down there. One of my favorite transformation scenes of all time. So good. Like, you never see it coming. Like, you have no idea what's going on. So, I, like you, was picking up on the foreshadowing. Right. But when they first started to transform, I was like, oh, they're vampires. Because the way their teeth were coming in at first, I was like, oh, I guess they're vampires. I will say I thought it was cool that they started to undress yeah. and then literally played themselves. Yeah. Like, not played themselves, but yeah, they right. peeled themselves. I wouldn't call it one of the best, trans- personally, oh, not I one of like the best it. transformations yeah. for me, but very uh, clever way. Like, yeah. I like the way that, like, the one girl came behind her and, like, drug her nail down yeah. her back to pull so open the gory. flesh. It was gory, and it was gory definitely up there. Yeah. You know, I really think the whole taking off the skin makes so much sense. I'm like, see, that's how they would probably have to be. I love Anna Paquin's character. I love the trope of the virgin mm-hmm. and the play on, oh, the virginal girl's going to get hurt, and then fuck you, I'm going to eat your face. Like, yeah. it was so good. And I felt like the other girls were interesting to me. Like, the one, the sister was, like, kind of nice, and the other ones were kind of bitchy, and, like, their yeah. pack, like, mentality. Like, I don't know. I loved it. I don't know. I thought it was such a feminist and empowering take on the trope of the virginal girl who's in danger. Yeah. Like, the whole time she, you, we think she's being hunted, but yeah. really she's the hunter. And, like, like the slutty girls, like, they're gonna get it. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're gonna, right, they deserve it. And, really, and then, like, right. They turn the, they turn that the trope, table. right, right. And that trope just gets shit on by that part. And I love it so much. Um, the school bus massacre scares the shit out of me every time. Wrong way. Wrong way. <laughs> Don't do it. Wrong way. So, nothing. I, they take two things that are inherently always scary to me. And this is going to sound mean. Really old costumes, and especially these children, <laughs> on a bus together. Put those two things together. You've got nightmare fuel for days for me. It was, it was creepy. Horrifying. It was creepy. And, oh, God, when, when he's, like, handing the candy to all of them. Oh, and when he checks that they're changed oh, to cure, yeah, and, and then gives them candy. Now, was he gonna push the bus in, like, like pull the emergency brake and walk away? Is that how it got botched? That's what I didn't understand. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure what his intention was. Like, I and didn't was, know if the candy was poisoned, or if they were just gonna, like, uh, me too, them. yeah. Like, I don't or really was, know what yeah. his endgame was. But those costumes are so scary. Yeah. And then the, what he does to them is so heartbreaking. And the fact that the parents paid him to do that. 
and like, oh, and I'm sorry, but that little girl, Marcy, again, I'm going to call a child this name, a real see you next Tuesday. That girl, because little Rhonda's so cute. I like Rhonda. And the other kids are okay. They're just, they're the typical, they let the bully right. make the follow. calls. Yeah. Right. But like, when, what they do to her is so bullyish and horrible. Like, yeah. they really scare. I mean, I'm, when I first watched the scene, I was scared and they were just pranking her. But like, they, like, they, you can tell they feel bad, except for Marcy, who's a total bitch. Um, but I love that she leaves them there. I really did. Yeah. When she's sitting there and she just like waves yep, to them. Like, oh my and and the scene after when she's walking away from Sam it with her yeah, with her jack o' lantern and Sam crosses half of her. So I read and I disagree with this. I read that Sam brings the 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 ghost of those kids back to life. I don't think so. I think it's Halloween that allows those kids to come back. So I don't know. I just I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Like I was reading some of like the fan theories about Sam. Um and interestingly, Michael Dougherty originally wanted it to be a pumpkin patch, that the, mm. he was going to take them to a pumpkin patch and kill them and bury them in the pumpkin patch. And for whatever reasons, the quarry wound up being. But I think the quarry worked really well. Um, and I also loved that knocking over when she kicks the last uh, jack-o'-lantern, mm-hmm. that that's what allows them to get them. Right. Because they broke the rule and they didn't keep yeah. a jack-o'-lantern and, and I think Rhonda had even said earlier... Keep the light yeah, it'll keep, keep you make safe. Sure, yeah, yeah, make sure you keep this with you. It'll keep you safe. Because the characters who respect the traditions of the holiday wind up faring better than those yeah. who don't. Um, and the zombie kids are so scary. Yeah. <laughs> like, I nightmare <laughs> fuel for days. Um, and yeah, I really... I, I love... I don't know. I just love that vignette. I think it's so, so scary. And I also think that like all the other vignettes, the people who die, you're like, eh, I can live with that. Fuck them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's terrible because they're small children and even the one boy was so good to her when he did, he was like, all right, she's scared, leave her alone and he sat with her and everything. Even him, I was like, yeah, I can live with you dying. Yeah. But that's not a redeeming quality. I'm sure Hitler did one or two nice things in his (laughs) lifetime. You know? You know, one, one good deed does not make up for the fact that he went along with it the entire time. Yeah, but we've all been that stupid Kid. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not saying that we haven't. We've all I, done. I've been mean things. things. Yeah. I remember. We've done things. I did but, one really mean thing. But yeah, for like him. the one, the one good deed that he does. You know, it's, it's like the, it's, it's like when you do something wrong and you regret it, but it's like you regret, like you say sorry because you got caught. You know, if yeah, you hadn't yeah. gotten caught, you would have kept on doing it. Yeah, kind that's of thing, fair. You know, yeah. So. And I, I think that it, it, they do sh- like the the other three show like remorse for how they make her feel. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree. I think when they all die, I'm like, meh, that's what you get, bitches. Yeah. And when she walks by Sam, he just kind of, I do love, there's a deleted scene where Sam flips off, oh, who does he, Charlie. He flips off Charlie, because Charlie's like, Charlie smashes one of the pumpkins, and Sam like flips around a corner, and they both stare at each other, and Sam goes to him, and I love it so much, because it's so cute. But I guess smashing pumpkins isn't a betrayal of the... The I, guess, rules, yeah. I guess as long as your pumpkin is lit, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that one's the scariest. And then it goes to the one that in my head is kind of almost comedic, but also effectively creepy, mm-hmm. right? I love Sam versus Mr. Uh, old Man Creek. Yeah, yeah. Which I didn't put together that he was the bus driver. Oh, I didn't either. I didn't put that, but that. yeah, I'm like watching it and I'm like, you know, grumpy old man, like every town has one. Mm-hmm. Although it's like for being the grumpy old man, like at the end when the little kids come to trick or treat, and, like, he gives the girls the candy, and she's like, thanks, Mr. Krieg. Like, 
you know, like he has, like I love he has like that Ebenezer Scrooge moment mm -hmm. where like he opens the door and gives him the like, you know, he pulls right. it out of his little sling. You know, here you go. But well, he, he fucking learned his lesson. Yeah, well, my, one of my favorite parts. So I had said earlier when Sam, when he the mask gets ripped off, and you see that Sam is basically like he's like a demonic pumpkin, pumpkin baby. <laughs> he loves demonic pumpkin baby that we love. Oh. Um, and I love when they're fighting and struggling. He like grunts and snarls like a little kid. Like yes. he recorded a little kid. Like mm -hmm. I know he's so oh, and it just feels so adorable. Seriously, yeah. when he bites that lolly to make it a weapon, oh, I was like, "Oh, honey, you made your own weapon." And Good I job. love that. Star for you. I know, and like, and I love when his little hand comes back and it's like, doing, doing, doing. like it's just so stinky. It was like the Adams family thing yeah. moment when the hand. It was. Like, it was such an homage to yeah. Like, and it was so stinking cute, and he's so pumpkin-y and, and awesome. And as much as sometimes I'm like, oh, we should have never seen Under the Mask, I, it really works for me. Oh, it's like still it. cute and, and fun. And I love that he doesn't kill Krieg. Like, I love that twist. Like, he gets the candy, he holds yeah. the candy bar up, and he slices at it, so because he gave him the he candy, he just candy. fucking pieces out. And then he, it is, it's like an Ebenezer Scrooge moment, you're right. And there's a lot of parallels here between these and Halloween, uh, Christmas stories, mm -hmm. I think. But um, I love that I didn't get it either. I was floored the first time I saw the movie because I was like, yeah. oh my God, he's the bus driver. Because um, when they come to that door, and then I love the way that they show them murdering him with the comics, the comics. again. To like tie back into that like EC weird moral code. Because again, Mr. Creed kind of had it coming too. Yeah. Not no, kind of. He, he very had much it. had that coming. Probably more so truly than, than anybody had it coming You're to him. Right. And he didn't even get it in the end. You're right. The only character who really maybe didn't have it coming was the <laughs> yeah. chick at the beginning. She didn't do anything wrong. True. You know, like, yeah. She wasn't a bad person. Like the principal was a horrible person. The freaking uh, yeah, Mr. The... Creed was horrible. Charlie was horrible. Yeah. I mean, the blonde chick was just she kind just of all tired. Her mom like, was going to judge. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a crime in and yeah. of itself. So I feel like, uh, and no disrespect to Creepshow, mm -hmm. but the way that this, I mean, this technically, I don't know, do we call this an anthology? Yeah. Like, is this, this an 100%. anthology? 100%. So this so okay, so we with us agreeing on that, this anthology to me does it better than any anthology I have ever seen because of the way that it doesn't it necessarily have like the wraparound where it completely takes you mm -hmm. out of it and oh yeah, there's this wraparound. No, Sam the, is way the, that, wraparound the way right. that Creep Show does, where it's mm -hmm. like you're completely taken out and then oh yeah, here's the wraparound and here's a new story and oh yeah. no, now that's done, now we're back in this one. Mm -hmm. This weaves timelines it weaves characters like you were saying you're watching you know Anna Paquin walk down the street and the robot woman and, mm -hmm. and the guy are walking past them. they have zero interaction mm -hmm. but you just you see them in the background yeah. you know I love when the principal is in the backyard and has that conversation conversation with Krieg and, Krieg, and he's then we get by him. and yeah and then we get Krieg's end of that conversation mm -hmm. at the end of the yes movie. the way that or this if you notice time, when they slam the car that slams on its brake and almost hits um Rhonda Rhonda the is the, the all the yeah. werewolves and they're all yeah. laughing because they just got out of the forest yeah because you see Anna Paquin's got and, just the top and on. that's how it yeah, starts like it oh, right so like you can and to me, and I hate to say this because it's a double statement, it, it's reminiscent of Pulp Fiction and its mastery of the ability to weave together a bunch of tales in a way that blows your mind because they're all connected. They're, and, and it makes sense. 
They go mm-hmm. from past to future to past. Or, so I'm sorry. Seamlessly. They go from past to present to past to present, absolutely seamlessly, and it's really like I I truly have never seen anything like this movie. And it is one I, of my I top said five. I yep. I've never seen it all the way through, and it's so I'm so so happy to have seen it because yeah, this is instantly going to yeah it, it's, it's the Halloween night, night choice, yeah. night choice really which is. I know is a bold statement it, when we have so many other horror movies but for me this is my favorite Halloween time horror movie so I good. love this movie I'll watch it any day of the week but this is pound for pound my favorite Halloween movie this one's so good yeah mm. so so good yeah um, not and you know what I'm, I'm wondering if it is I mean what I like about it and I know that this is a statement that I can make from having grown up in New Jersey but this is supposed to be taking place in Ohio, and it's a single setting, you know, on Halloween. It feels like the Octobers that I know. Very you know much what so. I mean? Like There's with the leaves on the ground, it, yeah. and like you, it's like when. Well, I, and I say the same thing about the original Halloween movie. Yes. When you watch that movie, like I can feel what it feels like in that movie because growing up on the East Coast, like we have. The, we've had the chilly, cold October nights. How many Halloween nights have you dressed up as a kid and, like, your mom makes you wear a jacket or you have to wear, like, a shirt underneath your costume? <laughs> yeah, totally. And when you're a mermaid that has to wear a, te- like a, a turtleneck underneath mm-hmm. it, no mermaid wears a turtleneck, no, okay? It's so, so it's true. an argument you're not going to win with your parents. Nope. So And my only redeeming factor was that I always wanted caped costumes, so I was always able to just put my cape outside of my jacket. That's, yeah, yeah that's a good call. Yeah, that was that's one bonus call. about being, like, Dracula 5,000 times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you're right. Yeah. It, is, it really captures the spirit, and I love, I always laugh, though, because this is, uh, this is my embarrassing truth. I'm usually the last one up on Halloween night, because it is, like, my favorite, one of my favorite holidays. I will always make sure my jack-o'-lantern out front is still burning when I go to bed. Because, like, now I always have in the back of my head that if you break the rules, Sam's going to come get you. And I love him so much that I want to be his friend, so he's not, like, I can't break any of the rules. Oh, yeah, no, I want to be both of them. No, we, yeah, don't, totally. we don't normally have uh, jack-o'-lanterns outside, oh, but okay. I might have to. You should I probably might. just cover it's yourself. Just not, yeah, I should yeah probably... on many levels. Like, you don't want the spirits to get you, and you certainly don't want Sam to be pissed that you broke the rules. <laughs> yeah. No, I have my, as you can tell behind you, I got my pumpkins ready, ready to get carved. Yeah. Those are nice pumpkins. Thank you. Uh, yeah, my pumpkins are nice. Yeah, Usually, your pumpkins get all the attention. Nice that, thanks, buddy. <laughs> I like that you just yeah, smacked my pumpkin. <laughs> I really do have pumpkins, you know. Get your minds out of the gutter. <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm full of candy. Yeah, no, I'm gonna throw up. Yep, um, yep. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And then eat more candy. Oh yeah, no, because yeah. that'll just make room for more. Right. Absolutely. Totally. Um, thank you for letting um, the littlest ghoul be on tonight. I know this meant the world to her, so thank no, you for tolerating. I was happy to have her. It's 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 neat that, like I said, she's been a, a junior ghoul. Your kids have always kind of been in the background. And it's, <laughs> Every episode, It's cool yeah. that, you know, she gets to come to the forefront and yeah. hang out and talk about candy with us. Yeah, and as they're getting older, yeah. they're, they're really embracing horror more, which is kind of cool, like... Um, we recently watched Poltergeist, and they were like, this isn't scary. We recently watched The Witches, and they were like, why did this scare you? Like, Are you serious? Okay, so no, I always joke with them, kids. I'm like, you may remove your things, and they're yes. like, that's not scary. I'm like, wait, until the witches come. And, and they, they watched it, and they weren't scared. No, not even a little no, bit. You know what? Throw them away and start over. Yeah, like, they're, they're not real kids. No, yeah. Like, seriously? Yeah. How does that not scare Because them? I think what just, what scares us doesn't scare today's kids. 
What do we? What know, you know? What, what I'm now determined to scare the shit out of your kids. What do we do? What do we do? What do we <laughs> well, you show know what's them? funny? All you have to do, all I have to do to scare them is like get a glazed over look and just start walking slow, and they're like, "Mommy, no!" Like they get scared, but show them poltergeist and they don't blink. It same thing with it. I thought for sure it was going to scare the pants off of them. They're like, "Yeah, it's cool. I can't wait to watch the second one." Like they are like. Hands in the air. What? Desensitized little shits, aren't they? What yeah. the hell? I know. So I think I'm going to step on my game. I think I'm going to go to, like, Freddy or... I, I, well, I wanted to show the Michael Myers the other day. We watched the trailer and they chickened out. So, I don't know. Maybe I need to just scare them a little bit. Are you kidding me? I think I'm just going to jump right into, like, The Exorcist. That'll fix them. Yeah, well. <laughs> I thought maybe The Shining. Like, how do you not get scared of The Shining? Well, like, I don't know, like, to me, like, it's so different, because The Shining is so much more of, like, a psychological horror. Yeah, maybe it's a more... With, like, Poltergeist and It, like, it is... that's in your face, that's yeah, monsters. actual that's horror. Yeah. and ghosts and... Not, nothing, yeah. And we watched a bunch of Treehouse of Terrors, so just have fun, and yeah, yeah there's oh nothing... They were bored by Universal Monsters, I, I don't know, I'm yeah, like, you're gonna have... have to, it's, it's gotta be The Exorcist. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just have to have a bleeped out version. We'll have to have a bleeped out version. The made for TV version. We will, yeah. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll edit a version for you. Yeah, can you please dub over? You yeah. can be like, your mother sucks lollipops in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the meme with the dyslexic? Your mother cooks socks in hell. <laughs> yeah, I want you to, I want you to dub over whenever she says something inappropriate. This is what you have, this is what yeah. happens when you fight a stranger in the Alps. That's right. This is what happens, Larry, when you fight a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> Well, oh, man. we hope you guys have enjoyed our episode yeah. on the top five, our top five best and worst Halloween candies. We hope you have enjoyed our discussion on Trick or Treat. Uh, Halloween is fast approaching, Yay. so we hope you guys have a ton of fun at parties, out trick or treating. We hope you just eat way too much candy and make sure sick. you check those wrappers, though. You don't yeah. want to be the first. You don't. You don't <laughs> want to make the news. You don't want yeah. to be on the top of that list. That's right. And enjoy the last dating moments of spookiness because come November 1st the weather outside is weather and it immediately <laughs> starts I know being Christmas it's season already we Chad and I went to Home Depot yeah, on the weekend mm -hmm. and you know Halloween stuff is already on clearance which for me which is awesome I'm excited I mean, I'm like, I'm like ready for too, but yeah that's all year round for me Halloween is at the forefront they have all the fucking inflatables out yeah. they have all the lights out and 30% off on a bunch of so, so I bought yeah. I bought a couple of uh, Halloween bat skeletons hanging upside down under my Ooh, mantle now those are a little, fun. little skeleton frog Oh, I have a skeletal pet collection at school nice. I have a rat I have a triceratops Sweet. yeah I need a, a bat would there's, go well there's a gigantic skull that has Ooh. glowing red eyes and like says shit and he's like $55 right now I got my eye on him I'm waiting for him to come down in price like he's nice. legit like he's huge and he's heavy and I'm like I want one because just for all all year round I That's want awesome. this gigantic skull all year round outside. I want Spirit Halloween is selling the Sam trigger like the little candy uh -huh. bowl holder and i the lady at our local spirit was like it's still here november 1st come in they had sam mm -hmm. animatronics that apparently sold, sold out, out across minutes, the board yeah. like they had sam right lights away. like they had mm -hmm. all sam merchandise this year i guess they got the license for it because yeah. i was pumped because like you can't find sam stuff before this year like it no, like conventions then, are the only place and you even then really it's expensive stuff, stuff yeah is, like i've wanted a sam funko for years and it's always either super expensive or they don't have them yeah yeah, yeah. 
My little Sam. All right, yeah, so happy Halloween, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I need candy, bubblegum and taffy. Get my way, punk, you're gonna get your ass beat nasty. Do it till your daddy's embarrass your whole family. Just because you came between a kid and his candy. I need candy. Any kind of do. No care if it's nutritious or FDA approved. It's gonna make me spaz like Bobcats on booze. A hyperactive juice that only I can produce. If you're a giant drill, going straight into hell. Releasing ancient demons from their sleep forever spell so they can walk upon the earth and get resituated and hawk to that pills and be people and to create it. I need candy, what's the candy? Eat candy till I'm dead. I'll kill you for some candy. Give me candy, candy head. Why you keeping all the candy? Who made you candy king? If you don't give me some candy, I will make the lady sing. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.